Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. As, as you know, it does happen. So do apologize for that life happening right here on SAFM. My name is Pimelo Mutina. I'm sitting with giants today. And, and one is so big right now. He didn't want to come in with us. Uh, Tabiso Musia is out with other greater giants this afternoon. And uh, he, as we speak today, is currently the winner of the 2019 Sports Presenter of the Year. Um, and and this is such such a great honor for us to be sitting and, and talking to Tabiso this afternoon. Tabiso, hello, how are you? Um, good afternoon, I'm fine. Thank you, Camilo, and thank, thank, thank you for the call. Um, sorry I couldn't come. Too, too in, small for you now. Hey, Tabiso, <laughs> wait, 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 too small for you now. Hey? I'm sure you can imagine what kind of a night I had after, <laughs> after the award. <laughs> Listen, congratulations. And, and just really for, for someone who gets, gets on with their job every single day, I don't think many of you go to work thinking, I want to win an award. What does this mean for you? Yes, um, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Like you're saying, I mean, we we don't do it to win the awards. We just uh, do it so that we can use our platforms that we have uh, responsibly and um, and just try and put sports out there. And I think for us, it's just a great endorsement uh, from the judging panel of the SEB Sports Awards because these are the most prestigious sports awards in the country. So I think it just means that we are on the right track and we must keep on doing what we are doing because the irony of this is that ten years ago in 2009 when mm-hmm. I I just started in the industry. I actually won Best Newcomer of the Year at the same awards. Um, so <laughs> no longer. So, so Jody Hendricks is with us, uh, who's also a winner. Uh, uh, Tabiso, uh, he took away the uh, Sports Producer of the Year award. Yes, Jody's a serial winner. Actually, he's not just a winner. <laughs> he's always uh, begging these awards. But um, I'm very happy for Jody. We were in the same category for one of the awards and um, I always see Joe, Jody in the corridors is very supportive um, of what we do and we also love what he does there and I'm very happy that he came back with one again this year. Okay. <laughs> Tabi, so we're going to let you go because you are preparing for your show but we really just wanted to say congratulations and bring it home. Bring it with you today. Thank you. I'm going to bring it with me. I just want to say one thing. Yes. Just one of the interviews that actually swayed the judges in our favor was our interview with Deputy Chief Justice uh, Dehang Museneke, mm. which we did on a Friday about his time at Robin Island and the secretary of the Magana FA. And just also the irony of that is that his late son, Bo, is mm. actually somebody that I used to look up to when I was at school. You know, mm. uh, we know he passed away in 2005 and he really inspired me to do what I do. When we first had cable at home, I used to watch him on the other channel and listen to him on 5FM so I just think that um, it's really ironic that wow. the, uh, the interview that gets us to win the award is one that I did with his father wow. so I just hope that they know that we will never forget Bo Museneke. Wow Tabiso really wonderful to hear from you. Thank you so much for that Tabiso Musia, winner of the you. 2019 Sports Presenter of the Year and Jody, I mean for you who as I said I'm sure you come into work you're not trying to win anything yeah. you just do what you can you do the best you can is this life changing? You've been winning quite a few. Yeah, my fourth one. And last night, uh, Tabiso put me for the presenter of the year. But um, for me, it's about telling stories. And I have a platform on a national, at the national broadcaster that gives me that opportunity to tell unique stories using sport. Mm. And for me, you know, I don't go out. For me, it's about informing listeners. And the award is just a bonus. And for me... I, I don't know how to describe it because I can honestly say I always tell people I'll almost do it for free. 
Yeah, that, hey? that's the kind of passion that I have for yeah. my job. And luckily for me, I have a platform at the national broadcaster. And you know, for me, I love sport. I love um, telling stories, and I get to do that on a daily basis. So, for me, yeah, I'm flabbergasted, and yeah, all at the same time, also humbled, humbled by yeah. the by the opportunities and the awards. As a producer, what makes a good story? Various factors. And number one, you've got to have somebody that's able to tell the tell story, the story in a certain properly. Way. Yes. Uh, that that helps. And then, for me, you know, I always try and find creative ways. Maybe it's a song that 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 adds just that little bit of vibe to a specific story. Um, you know, maybe it's uh, sometimes, uh, and this is especially now, if I think about what's happening at Cricket South Africa mm-hmm. debates, mm-hmm. that 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 makes for great radio. Mm. So if you can have maybe, for example, one of the journals that was. Um, can we call it blacklisted by Cricket South Africa? Yes. We have somebody from Cricket South Africa and the two are at Loggates. That yeah. that makes for great radio. So mm-hmm. I think um, you know, getting different perspectives that's important as yeah. well. And um, and radio, Jody, is a special medium, isn't it? It's it's, it's my favorite. It's medium. a very special medium. It's very different to the other medium. So what you can do with radio, you yeah. can't necessarily do with TV. In fact, yeah, and it's theater of the it's mind. Absolutely, you can. Play. Yeah, and uh, that's why I say, you know, you might think you're talking about a sports story, but there's a specific song that might just or add sound. that. Yeah, <laughs> or sound that, that just plays into that. Or when we're at live at a game, the yeah. crowd, you yeah. know, yeah. it's it's so much better if you're at the stadium and you get the vibe and you get the crowd. I'll remember the, the test last year when Sia Khaleesi first became <laughs> captain and he led the guys on the, to the field at Alice Park. That's something I'll never forget. Just... You know, you try and describe how 40,000, 50,000 people are just exploding with excitement for time. this uh, for this historic moment. For, you know, some people might just see it as a rugby game. Mm. But for me, you know, that moment and you could feel there was something special in that atmosphere. So I think, you know, you try and capture those moments as, as a producer, as a presenter mm. and uh, just to tell the story using sound. Uh, with a, and it also, and th- this is where my presenting ad comes in, yeah. is... Sometimes the presenter's got to know when to take a backseat when the story's not about you, mm-hmm. when the story's about somebody else or about the atmosphere or about an occasion. Okay, we are taking those calls. Uh, you want to speak to winners? He's right here with us. Jody is going to be with us until uh, 1.30. So we'll take your calls on 0891 He is the radio sports producer of the year. Just take that and swim in that. <laughs> and we'll take your calls as well after this. You're listening to Pimelo Mutini on SAFM. So I am having a conversation with Jody Hendricks, who is now, as we speak, the winner of the sports awards. He was the radio sports presenter, sports producer, I beg your pardon, of the year yesterday. And, uh, you know, he came out shining like uh, our other fellow colleague, Tabiso Musia, who was winner of the 2019 Sports Presenter of the Year. So, Jody, you know, we celebrate moments like this and there, I'm sure, may have been many other moments which were cringeworthy for you which were mm. difficult for you you want to reflect <laughs> on the past year and and maybe difficult maybe not cringeworthy but maybe difficult moments yeah there's a couple of first of all 2019 was a huge sports year we had banyana banyana at the women's world cup we had the cricket world cup the rugby world cup that we'll never forget uh, the Casta was a big Casta, story all that so we were really spoiled for choice in terms of content and then you know you talk about the bad times and the award that I actually uh, I dedicated it to Chester Williams. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. He l- left us, and yeah. the reason was that two of my stories, like uh, Tabiso mentioned earlier, 
two of my stories was we featured Chester Williams, and the one was a tribute to James Small after he passed, sure. and then a couple of then th- Chester passed away. So um, I dedicated to Chester, who was not only a role model growing up, but also later became a friend. Mm. So if we talk about, and for me that was a really difficult show to put together. The one, the tribute I had to do to Chester because not only because of the relationship that we had and he was always and <laughs> the funny thing is probably this year mm-hmm. i spoke to chester on ear about six times before his passing once oh. was just a couple of in he passed away in september the last time was in in august mm-hmm. and for me that was really difficult you know having because of the you know you're trying to take the emotion out of it yeah but it was really difficult um and yeah also the the tribute i had to do to james small um a couple of weeks before, before chester so those were the difficult ones um you know in terms of your job you have people dropping you for interviews <laughs> you all the time and that's when you and that's when you have to think on your feet <laughs> and that's when you have to produce yes, <laughs> content yes, and yes. you've got you've, you're sitting you may be scheduled it for 20 minutes for yeah. half an hour and then you have to so you know but that's all behind the scenes and you don't want to make the listeners too obvious that yeah. i'm in a crisis now yeah. <laughs> why am i talking for 20 minutes on end with not having any content because someone lines, promised you all the lines drop all you the lines drop you know all the technical aspects but for me you know you take that that that's part and parcel of the job yeah. but um for me yeah um the difficult moments that's what i live for but also you know we've got such good stories to tell and mm-hmm. one of the stories that chester the, the that i won for as well was um chester used to coach herschel yankees at the university of the western cape and yankees went on to become the university's first springbok and i spoke to chester about the role uh, how we went to some platteland you know area on the outskirts of cape town and saw herschel playing club rugby and drafted him into the university and that was in 2016 and three years later he became this the springbok sure. so that that that's the kind of stories i live for as well sure. um his relationship with james small for example mm. um with uh, two of them if you read chester's book you'd know that they while they were playing mm. at a very turbulent relationship even though they both played wings but later on in the let's call it the adult years after they stopped playing they actually became quite good friends and you know that that's the kind of stories that i live for mm. um Banyana Banyana success at the World Cup um, mm. doing an exclusive or doing an interview with Desiree Alice about mm-hmm. the preparation for the team and what it meant for her taking yeah. a South African women's soccer team to a, a World Cup to France yeah. for the first time yeah. you, you know f- we've got such so many positive stories you know uh, the Custis Amenia saga that you mentioned sure. um, and one of the things that I actually in my research in the Custer case is that there's all this war about her um, testosterone levels. But if you in actual fact look that she's only run the fourth fastest time in the world in the 800 meters. So does, you know, a woman's actually give her mm, uh, an advantage if you have to ask yourself that kind of question. And, and her story has given us high, high highs and yeah. very, very low lows. Yeah, because... She's a champ for me, out and out champion, Um, no doubt about it. But now you have these other factors coming at play about testosterone levels and Mm -hmm. other athletes complaining. And then you think, but is this actually sport? Isn't sport about me and you competing at the same level and see who comes out the best and me not 
you know, moaning about, but yeah. you did this or you yeah. have this and I don't have that. I mean, let's take your calls and, and just maybe reflect on the stories that made you stand up and, and listen. Um, 0891-104-207. You may have been listening to this very platform and uh, there were stories that you want to, to, to celebrate, sports stories. But I also remember, you know, Jody, 10 years ago, right, uh, South Africans and how they reflected on Custer. Mm. It's very different to how they reflect on her now. So yeah. I, I, I reflect on how the world is treating her right now. And I wonder if we're learning anything because South Africans themselves were in the beginning quite hostile. Yeah, I Quite agree. hostile. And I think it, because it became with our known. Yeah. Um, Custer was this, yeah. I think she was 18 or 19 at yeah. the time, went it was Germany for the underdog. World Championships yeah. and came back with a gold medal. And yeah. nobody knew who, who she was and... Everybody started pointing fingers, mm. the inter- IAAF and everybody. And I'll never forget it was when was this 2014. I was at a function with Custer and we chatted. And at the, at the time she was out of athletics and, you know, she was going. And I asked her, um, you know, how had this impacted on her, all the pointing fingers and mm. critique and everything. And she said, you know what, the easiest thing for me would have been to walk away from athletics but I decided I'm going to give it another go and you know it actually made me stronger and I asked her and this was in 2014 I asked her so what's your plans for the future and without blinking it it was like an automatic response it came to win gold in Rio in 2016 and that's exactly (laughs) what she did so for me I was also privileged to follow that journey Mm. and for me like I said, you know, you can't as a as a sports presenter, producer working in radio, that's the you, you live with that kind of stories and the way she articulates it mm. just makes it so much better. And I, I mean, I'm going to ask you about that because some of them, particularly Custer, and I understand why, uh, she's very private. Mm. You know, she doesn't give many interviews. And, and when you do get the time to listen to her, it's, it's very mm. short. What what gets her to shut us all out and allow her to do what she does? I think like you and I spoke about radio being a platform. Mm. Her platform is the athletics field, and for her, that's where she lives. And I can guarantee you now, whether the IAAF comes and says she's not allowed to run in the 800, 1,005, she'll go into the 200, she'll be a champion, she'll go into the 3,000, which she has, and become a champion. There's no stopping her. Uh, unfortunately, her favorite event mm. is the 800, and mm. that's where she wants to participate in. But there's so many hurdles being put in a place mm. at the moment. But I think she'll come out a champion. I think uh, once uh, the, the irony was at the IWF World Champs earlier this year in Doha, they gave an award for a race that happened in 2011 because the oh, person that won the gold tested well, uh, positive. Of course. And so. so after eight years, she gets at the same event where she was barred from running because of her testosterone levels. Really? No. So, you know, you ca- there's, there's no stopping her. One of my favorite sports stars in South Africa definitely and um, also I think uh, we need to do it justice and tell a story mm. um, even though she's a bit media shy Sorry, that's, yeah. the, we've, that's the kind of stories we've got to tell yeah. uh, we've got so many stories the Siakulisi story I mean Makazoli and Pimpi we can Pimpi I mean took away a lot yeah, yesterday at the Sharks Awards uh, the, you know we've got so many stories the Herschel Yankee stories yeah. one of my favorite stories that I probably told on radio was the Herschel Yankee story Damien Willems uh, the list goes on um so for me, it's, it's, it's finding that stories, yeah. using your creativity, using your platform and putting a product together because, you know, we are 
competitive as well. There's yeah. hundreds of radio stations <laughs> in South Africa. So yes. for you to come to yes. tell that story in a certain way to get recognition like at the SAB mm. Awards mm. does take some creativity, exactly. takes time, and it does. it's not going to happen overnight. Sometimes the best stories are not told um, when you have a deadline at 2 o'clock. And Jody. You never leave the story until the story's it's done. done. Exactly. And nobody gets to talk about that. They all yeah. think it's glamorous, right? No. <laughs> I always you'll be say, up in the round, you'll I, be out in the ra- in the in the rain out there at the, I, on I your told own. somebody the other day who said, you know, I have such a nice job and I was like <laughs> right? you try and put fifteen minutes of radio <laughs> together and we'll talk let's again. See. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how, how easy that job is. Let me quickly go to is it Sivo? Sivo hi. It is. Uh, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for calling man Sivo. Uh, thanks, thanks. Look, these these two guys. Um, one of the beautiful things about sports is that, um, especially later on in our democracy, is is you could tell that there is not so much of um, external meddling or even interest in terms of the of reporting as you see mm-hmm. in other genres of of reporting as in politics. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful to mm-hmm. have these guys representing our stories themselves. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's really beautiful. It's, it, it's, it's really beautiful, number one. Number two, one of the things that I like about it is that you may love sports, but you may not be too good at it on the field, but there's still a platform mm-hmm. for you to express that love. Mm-hmm. And what they, the two of them do just shows that, that we may not know them as, as strikers or bowlers or players, mm-hmm. but they still contribute mm-hmm. as much and we get to celebrate them as much. Yeah. All the best, guys. Oh, thanks, man. Thank Jody, Thank it's you. wonderful. Thank mm. you. Congratulations. Thank you. No, it's fantastic. Jody Hendricks there and our very own winner, he won the Producers Award, the Sports Producer of the Year Award yesterday at the SAB Sports Award and we really congratulate Congratulate him to be so also won the sports presenter of the year last night. So thanks very much to everybody who's also called and I'll see your calls. I will take them on uh, after the headlines, but it's one thirty. Let's go to Utsi. Let's go for the latest in headlines.